You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. I have been helping a lot of my friends take their business ideas and turn them into purposeful businesses. If you have a business idea and you want to get a business plan together, get a lean canvas together, or you simply want to know how to get a, a presence online or social media presence, I am your girl. I now provide that service. You can find out more on our website, uh, bestmorningroutineever.com. Go under the show up tab. Because the show up aspect is you showing up on purpose. It's showing up to live your purpose. And we talk about get up, dress up, and show up. You get up with the morning routine app. You get up with the morning routine podcast. You do more your morning routine. You dress up. We have a new product as well. The Smart Magic Eye Mirror. And that helps you with your calendar on there. Showing you how to be productive. How to be your best self as you get ready and groom in the morning. You see your traffic update. You see your... Your calendar view, you you see everything you need to prepare you for the day, and even affirmations, those positive affirmations. We used to use sticky notes, but now it can be automatically uploaded into your magic mirror. And now the show up piece of it. Starting your own business. You have this idea, you have this talent, but don't know how to get it to the world. I can provide you with the support you need to get clarity on that vision, but also to get you started with a business plan that can get you funding with a lean canvas to help you reach and talk to investors. So that is the um, the morning routine package. Okay, you can find out more at um, bestmorningroutineever.com. All right, let's get to the show. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid Lewis Adeko. I am excited today to bring on a very special guest. It's an honor to bring on Robert Nickel. He is the founder and CEO of Rocket Station, the leading provider of outsourced staffing and process management for the business process outsourcing industry. Now, we know how important this is, outsourcing and delegating so that we can free ourselves as CEOs, as entrepreneurs, as owners, so we can focus on what works, the needle movers. So Rocket Station helps businesses hire virtual teams with efficiency and profitability. Simplify staffing allows operators like ourselves to focus on core competencies and outsource the rest. Couldn't have said it any better. So with no further ado, Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Dr. Lunid. I love your show. I learned so much for your guests. So I'm excited to be here. Yes, I am thrilled. I know you are out in Dallas and a little brew chili over there right now, but you showed up. So I want to go ahead and tell us a little bit more about your journey here thus far. Yeah, I um, I was a struggling entrepreneur a couple of years out of college. I thought I was going to build a, an amazing business, create my empire and have this sense of control, do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, be able to go on vacation and uh, have more money when I came back and not be panicking the whole time I was yeah. there about all the money I was spending and time being away and and all those types of things. And, and so I jumped into to be an entrepreneur. I was in real estate and I ended up building myself a pretty elaborate trap. I was the one answering all my phone calls. I was booking all my appointments. So I was essentially the only sales rep on the team. And then 
I got contracts or I was on those calls, the phone was ringing and there's all this administration work <laughs> to do. And at the end of the month, I wasn't keeping my books reconciled. So my bookkeeping was not very clean. So my CPA had a hard time you know, keeping all my filings up today with all my stuff. So I was kind of just a one-man show doing every single thing in the day-to-day, working way too many hours. So what I thought was going to be my path to freedom was actually just this uh, really creative trap I kind of created for myself where I just created a different job for myself. I was just yeah. working for, for my business instead of this other you know, big company with a big brand. So that's how I jumped into real estate and kind of learned the pains of being an entrepreneur and starting off. And and I was responsible for everything, Dr. Lunin. I thought if I didn't do it, then it wasn't going to get done yep. well. And so I had a little bit of success initially. And so I wanted to grow and I looked to hire people the traditional way. I looked at the job boards. I looked at Indeed and Ladders. I tried to uh, search job descriptions and just kind of copy what I thought were good job descriptions of what I was looking for. I'd kind of copy and paste and change those a little bit and then try to filter resumes. There'd be so many resumes that came through (laughs) and then trying to figure out how to screen them and call references. Like And I didn't even really want to call references because that wasn't a lot of fun. And so it was that whole whole process of trying to, to recruit staff train people to do their jobs. I dreaded going into the office every single day once I did hire people because then I had to train and manage and I didn't really know what I was doing. So hiring people the traditional way wasn't good for me. I wasn't, I, I couldn't quite figure it out. And so I was lucky to have a really great mentor, a business advisor who I went to go visit, went to go see. And he was using Dr. Looney virtual teams to do pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. in his business. So he really showed me that I was the problem in the day-to-day. And he was showing me that I was kind of doing it all backwards. So I had all these fires in my business. I needed help. The phone was ringing. I needed some administration work done. I needed social media to stay updated. I need my books yeah. clean, all those types of things. But I would hire people, they would come in and then we were both frustrated. I was frustrated that they weren't getting done when I thought they should get done. And they were frustrated that I wasn't providing them the resources and clarity and platform to be successful. And so we were both pointing at each other all the time, <laughs> saying each other was to blame. And so that was kind of my office. So I went to go see my mentor and and he showed me that I was totally doing it backwards. So I needed to create systems and processes before I hired people. So if I had systems and processes, then that kind of created the job description. I wouldn't have to just guess and make up what I was looking for. If I had structure, I could I would know how. I was going to recruit and the type of person to look for because the job description kind of was created from that that job or the job description right. was created from that process mapping and the, and then I could go hire someone and they could have some clarity about what their role and, and job was. So that's what I started doing. And he was using virtual teams to do pretty much everything in the day-to-day. And that was answering phones and back office admin work and bookkeeping and pretty much everything done on a phone or computer. He had a really good business and it was being done by virtual teams. And then he had local salespeople and local people in the office who only did what was really best use of their time. So I kind of learned from him, learned his processes, started implementing that. And that was in 2013. And here we are, I guess, um, yeah. nine years later. And, and we have, you know, 16, 1700 employees based in the Philippines. We're headquartered here in Dallas, like you mentioned, and have had a ton of success the, the last several years. But it really came from 
my struggles as an entrepreneur, really trying to figure it out, get my teeth kicked in every single day, perfecting that process. And that that's what Rocket Station is today, really the easy button to build systems and processes and then hire and manage awesome teams. That is phenomenal. Yeah, because when you were describing it earlier, you're answering the phone, you're you're doing your books, you're managing everything. I just pictured you, Robert, you grew like five extra limbs <laughs> came out of your side. <laughs> your bleach. Well, that's what it felt like. Really was what it was, was sleeping five less hours every single night to get it all done. So yeah, I thought Dr. Looney that if I, if I didn't do it, it wasn't going to get done or if I didn't do it, it wasn't going to get it done like like I wanted it to get done or super important and nobody was going to care about it the way I cared about it. And so and it took me a long time to kind of relinquish control and let go. But when I did, that's really what, what changed my business completely. Yeah. When you started to grow, because we, a lot of entrepreneurs make that same mistake. It's like, it's our baby. We want to cradle it. If we don't, if we don't do it, no one else is going to be able to do it. They can't do it as well as we are, but then we are only one person. We can't split ourselves a hundred ways. And so it is a very a good challenge um, in the, when we're starting off to learn how to delegate and then to get the right teams. And I love that you talked about the traditional way of hiring because entrepreneurs are not the traditional company, the traditional business, because you don't have these systems in place. You don't have a whole team of HR to follow up on the hiring and onboarding process. Okay. That stuff is like a monster on its own to filter through the, the resumes and follow up and do interviews. And so I'm currently in the process of onboarding some web developers right now. And I know it's not easy. And, and I'm actually using people from the Philippines as well. So oh, <laughs> hooray for awesome. the virtual teams. So I, I, it's really good to hear it from your perspective. Like there is no other way to do it, but to actually get do things virtually, especially post COVID, right? Especially with Zoom, it's a lot easier to kind of grow global and expand. Yeah, you mentioned big companies having this monster, this giant machine of recruiting and then training and HR and the whole process to just find candidates and get them staffed and then get them up to speed. It is a huge monster. And then you look at what the traditional turnover is within those organizations, they have pretty high turnover as well. So even traditional big companies that have that giant monster that you described aren't very good ultimately or don't have very high success rate at finding and staffing the right people. And so we think whether you're a publicly traded company or you're a a solo entrepreneur out there grinding every single day, we think the process is the same whenever you're going to hire and staff. And we think that's the same whether you mentioned teams in the Philippines like most of ours are and, and you're recruiting as well, or it's going to be local in your office. We think that process should pretty much be the same. We're just really fortunate that today the technology is where we can create amazing culture, incredible teams that can be connected all over the globe and have the exact same expectations that you would have if every single person is sitting right in your office. So the big difference about today and part of what I love about your podcast and learning all the things that are available out there today. But one of the things that's really different about today is it's not just big companies that can leverage talent from overseas. And so smaller companies, and like I mentioned, we our average client hires one to two people and based in the Philippines. And so 
but you're not expecting less quality when you hire through a company like ours. You should expect the same quality as you get when you hire locally. And so you asked me in, in one of our email exchanges about like what, what's really changing and what's really going to happen going forward 2022 and beyond. And, yeah. and what's really changing is the expectation of businesses is that, is that they can get college educated a awesome resume, a pedigreed workforce that that speaks amazing English and has all the expectations, if not more so from your workforce, getting overseas and paying a fraction of the price with no labor liability, with no HR responsibility whatsoever. So that giant monster that you've talked about, that's what we just, we've taken that entire thing. And that's what's different about today is like technology has bridged those gaps. So companies like ours, can create that big monster that actually works and create success for you. So you don't have to be a giant brand to work in that monster. And that's what's really different about 2022 and going forward is even smaller companies can build amazing virtual teams and have it every bit the same quality and output as you would get with hiring locally and having people right there in an office. It's a good time to be alive. It is a good time to be a millennial, the Gen X, whatever you want to call yourself. Okay, it's a good time with technology on our side. We can do business out of our laptop. And I know you're getting ready to move to Mexico and run your business from there. Like, hallelujah, right? (laughs) I am, yes. Very excited about it. And so I learned a lot of lessons in COVID as well. I was really, really surprised by several things. And one of them was the resiliency of our client base. Like we did not, in fact, we didn't go down. We accelerated our growth because the resiliency of entrepreneurs, the resiliency of our client base was absolutely incredible. Just problem solvers and seeing opportunity and first movers. And, and so the pandemic was really an opportunity for most of our clients. And, and we had helped them already create a virtual environment and virtual team. So whenever they went remote... It wasn't a problem. It wasn't a disruption in any way because that's the way they were already running. So I was really, really proud of that and proud to see that we we not only not lost clients, but we grew you know, a whole lot during the pandemic. That's a testament to the resiliency of the entrepreneurs that, that we work with. And the second piece is, is the attendance rate. So in an office... You know, you expect, you know, you're always managing the PTO and, and when people are there, not there, but we had a 98.4% attendance rate with over 1,200 employees during the pandemic, which means people are showing up every day because in a virtual environment, it's just different. There's different opportunities to still get your work done and have a personal life and be able to bridge those yeah. gaps and be a mom and be a parent and be a sibling and a spouse and, and all the things that we all want to be outside of the office. But, but having that remote environment, those virtual teams, our attendance rates are almost 100%. It's almost perfect because you can create structure that works, creates win-wins between your workforce and their personal lives and the things that they really care about. So you can take care of people on both sides. So yeah, the remote yeah. teams that you're big on, Dr. Lunid, is, is really kind of changing the game for entrepreneurs that are willing to, to see things a little bit differently. So much better, so much better. And then you give them that autonomy. And that's why people don't do well in the corporate America. The retention rate is so low is because there's no sense of autonomy. They have to show up for 40 hours, eight hours a day. And if they're done working um, the first two hours of the day, they sit around twirling their thumbs for the next six hours. I remember doing that quite a bit. And so giving them the autonomy, giving people the freedom to work on their own time, their own pace, it's downright going to produce um, more productivity. 
a higher performance. And that's what you're experiencing. That's what you're seeing. And to top that off, I think what we're doing as um, entrepreneurs, smaller businesses, mid-sized businesses, we're actually helping um, the economy of another country, right? The Philippines. Imagine those individuals who are being... Um, who are being independent. And then they're young, they're kids out of college, they're kids who are building their careers and they get the opportunity to work from home, to work remotely and work with people in the US, learn about our businesses. We're enhancing and growing that economy out in the Philippines altogether. So we're doing something good in return. It really is creating a win-win. So it, it is obviously good for the workforce in the Philippines and it's good for the Philippines economy, but statistics show that it's also good for the US-based economy as well. It creates higher pains. It creates more efficiency in organizations. It actually is a job creator. And the majority of those jobs are now higher paying jobs within the office. So there's a higher satisfaction. There's a there's a greater productivity and reward in those jobs as well. So there's so many win-wins that are created. And it, it, it is an amazing... You, you said uh, it's an amazing time to be alive. And that is so true. It's just really incredible because I... Love the idea of always being able to create a win-win. There's no exploitation in any way. Our teams in the Philippines, they're highly paid. They're well compensated. They get benefits and insurance and healthcare and all the things that any employee wants, deserves, needs to be stable, consistent, and be productive workforce. Like You have to have a baseline consistency. And so their needs are no different than yours or mine, whether they're in the Philippines or whether they're they're here in the US. So we make sure our teams are well paid, they're well compensated, and all of those things are, are taken care of so that there's no distractions. There's nothing but focus on work and being able to take care of the clients and, and being able to do a good job. So we create an amazing environment for our teams and our culture with our Philippines-based company is amazing, then replicate that same type of environment with our US-based clients as well. Like nice. you, you have amazing culture and amazing virtual teams and very proud of what you create. And so we think it's really awesome at Rocket Station that we get to be this bridge and create a win-win, like you mentioned, both in the Philippines and mm -hmm. here in the US. Yes. So tell us the, about the secret sauce to working with a virtual team. We talked about the, the benefits, but how do, we, how do we maintain it? How's somebody who's coming into this realm? for the first time and they're very uneasy. How do you comfort that? I think it's a three-step process. And I think everybody should go through this process, whether you work with us or not. If you work with a company like ours, we hold your hand and facilitate this entire process, but totally doable to, to go do this process by yourself. And it's the way I learned and started was going through these exact three steps. The first one is to document everything that's happening in the business. You need essentially a living training manual for every task that's happening. That's the only way ultimately you can have a team that is efficient and performing and doing well in the day-to-day -day and it not being all of your energy and brain power to tell your teams what to do and keep them up to speed. The first step is you have to document everything that's happening in the business. So we create a PDF that's a document set by Steph that has uh, screen captures and arrows and shows you everything. And then there's videos that are training as well. And so it's always the first step. It creates clarity. It creates alignment. It creates total transparency into what's happening across the business. But the first step is always to create and document all the systems and processes mm -hmm. in the business. That is what creates the job description. So before we go hire somebody, let's really figure out what we're hiring for. And so once your systems and processes are documented, now it becomes really clear what tasks 
we're going to delegate. And there's probably more tasks that delegate than what's possible with one or two people. So it's usually just about picking and identifying what the highest and best use, the first things, and usually revenue generating type activities. So yeah. work on the sales team or something on the back end to make sure deals get closed or making sure your sales teams are empowered by, by booking appointments or, or whatever it may be. But usually the most important things initially are, have something to do with empowering you or your current teams. And that becomes really clear once you document your systems and processes. Now we create that job description. And that job description will help you identify the right type of person to fill that role. Because I mentioned an inside sales rep, Dr. Looney, but that's a very different type person than somebody who's going to be running your social media management, your yeah. backend admin, the, the more detail-oriented person that needs to be a little bit slower and cross every T and dot every I. That's a little bit different than a customer support person who needs to be nuanced and have empathy and be able to have a good conversation and be able to really understand how to solve problems. That's that's usually different than a bookkeeper. So once we have the task list, we identify who we're trying to hire. Now we can interview. So the interview process, what you know, most people want to start at the beginning interviewing candidates and thinking of people, but that's for us is really much further down the line. So now once you're interviewing based on a really clear task list and job description, the right person, as everybody likes to say, you know, having the right person in the right seat, that becomes a whole lot easier if you start with the end and you document system processes, you create the job description. Now you're interviewing the right candidates. And the last and final thing that most people want to skip because it takes a little bit of effort is the onboarding process. You have to mm -hmm. hold people's hands in the, especially the first couple of weeks to make sure they know how to communicate, what the expectations are, what success is, but really guide them in the day-to-day -day initially so that there's a lot of comfort and then off and running pretty quick. It usually takes one to two weeks of a true onboarding process to get somebody up to speed and get going in their job. So that's what we walk all of our clients through. And, and we think that's the process, whether you use somebody like us or do it yourself, that you should absolutely go through that process. And that's leaving out the big monster that you talked about. That's leaving out yeah. recruiting, screening resumes, actually you know, doing background checks and drug screening, drug profiling, because I want to make sure the person that's working for me and you is not has some kind of background history, you know, criminal background or whatever. So that once you that monster you're talking about, the process is those three steps of creating job descriptions, now interviewing the right candidates, and then onboarding those candidates, we think are the three steps to success. That is very thorough. And, and surprisingly, I do follow that over here. I realized you do the work upfront so that you can re, um, reap the benefits, the, the dividends afterwards. So the first month is very hands-on, as you mentioned. It's this training. It's getting those documents in place. It's kind of on-the-job training, essentially, right? Because you know the role. You've been doing the role. So you bring somebody on. You, do, you have them watch you. You have them do it. You do it together. And then in a couple of weeks, then you kind of give them their wings. You're like, okay. Um, fly, you know, expect autonomy. Do bring your personality into it is what I like to say. I'm not gonna oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's like a script, right? People think all the time it's like, okay, you hire somebody that they need to answer the phone and do a couple of maybe do some customer support, some client outreach, whatever it may be, they're gonna be communicating 
with your sphere of influence over the phone. And you've taken in so many of those calls that it's, you, you could do it in your sleep. You don't even have to yeah. think about it. But to train somebody else how to do it is a completely different thing. So to slow down and think about what you're actually trying to say and accomplish and what the core questions that you're trying to get answered and like creating a script sounds easy, but it takes some slowing down and pulling it out and thinking, because like you said, it's all in your head and you know how to do it. You know how to, so whether you do that yourself or you hire somebody like us, it's like you said, starting with the end in mind makes the entire thing just so much easier. Yes, absolutely. So you have been very successful in the outsourcing and <laughs> staffing um, industry. It's, it's really nice to kind of hear you echo what's already happening within the many businesses, that the small businesses that that's happening. So let's talk about how do you get up, dress up and show up to do this every day, to run a successful team? What's your morning routine like? Yeah, I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world. I have that kind of traditional entrepreneur story where I just got after it, got my teeth kicked in every single day, kind of figured it out and now get to help other people do that. So, you know, what I love your show because you have your big three themes of, you know, mentally changing your, yeah. your mindset and who you are for big progression and then being focused and then having your morning routine for this big transition, right? And so <laughs> yeah. my journey, Dr. Lunid, really echoes the big, the, the big three themes of your show, which is why I like your show. So for me, it, it has not always been this way. I've, I've had a couple, basically two phases in, in my entrepreneur journey. I had kind of chaos, and then I'm, I'm working now towards more calm, smooth, efficient in the phase two. And that, that first phase was me just and my team, not just me, I'm, I'm responsible for very little what's happening, but we are all kind of in the trenches, just grinding every single day. And you're just kind of like figuring it out and you run through a wall and, and every single day, just kind of figuring it out. And initially my why, Dr. It was just kind of some financial freedom. I wanted to be able to have something that was consistent where I could you know, go hang out with my nephews or, or go on vacation or do whatever and have a business that was running. So that my initially, that was kind of my why is a little bit of control, a little bit of freedom of my own life. Once I got to that point, I really had a big mental shift and I had a massive transition and, and the pandemic was a big accelerant in that process of a lot of work of looking inside and doing a lot of work on myself. And the more that I've, I've worked on myself and changed my mindset and the progression, the more the business has grown and expanded. And so basically, the more I expand, it's yeah. the, the business is able to expand as well. And the people around me are, are able to expand. And I do a lot of that through my morning routine. So I know it's a lot of rambling to answer your question, but to say that, that I appreciate your show and I appreciate your message and what you're trying to do. And my morning routine is I no longer set an alarm. So I, I try to go to bed early, which is tied to my morning routine. Because yeah. for me, sunrise in the morning is the best part of the day for me personally. I know there's a lot of people that love the nights, but the mornings for me are the best time for me to get connected and grounded and center myself. So I try to go to bed early. I don't set an alarm. I just wake up whenever I wake up, which usually is pretty early, which is great. And so then I get up. I try to do the first thing I do to be totally candid with you is I wait 
I just wait in my bed as long as possible until that little feeling of wanting to get my phone goes away. I just like, it's a self (laughs) thing where it's like, because the first thing I want to do is grab my phone. So I just kind of lay there until I don't have that little anxious feeling of what the heck is going on on my phone. Once that goes away, I do like just like a little quick check and I'm like good with it. Then I do a quick meditation have breakfast, work out and go into the office. So that's kind of my way of starting the day on the right foot is by by trying to be centered every single day. Yeah. Through that that morning routine. So long-winded answer, but my morning routine is very important to me. It is nice. It's a lot to unpack. And I want to say you you mentioned when you started growing mentally, your business scaled, your business grow. Um, Jim Rohn says, when you change, everything around you change, right? So the business will never grow or surpass the owner's intellectual growth. That's another quote. And you, you just echoed that. You testified to that. And it's so true. <laughs> it is so true. And I wish that just reading quotes from really amazing people like Jim Rohn would, would stick with me. But I really have to experience things myself for it to really yep. stick and land. And that's kind of it. I've been really fortunate, Dr. Looney, to have amazing people in my life who have really helped me get out of my own way. So there could be that expansion. So I'm lucky at this point to have surpassed a lot of the statistics about what happens with businesses as they continue to grow. We've had a lot of success, which has been awesome. But it's mostly been in spite of me, not because of me. You know, I've been able to put amazing people around me and have amazing team members and people that have just performed incredibly well the last several years, which is really the, you asked for the secret sauce of Rocket Station is that is it. The more I've relinquished control into amazing people that have just performed really well, the better Rocket Station has done. Yeah, that is fantastic. That that really is the cornerstone it is as an owner is being able to relinquish that, that control. So kind of let people do what they do best. They're talented in their own way, right? They're supposed to kind of be partner that almost like does what you don't do very well and vice versa. It's amazing how much happier I am just doing what I do best and having everyone mm-hmm. else kind of doing what makes them happy as well. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those uh, paradoxes where it's like, you know, I, I'm actually happier when I've given up some control. When I used to have so much fear around that, it created anti created whatever where I wouldn't do it. But it's like, once I did, it's like, oh, now I get to just do what I'm actually best at, what I'm actually really good at, and everything else kind of flows. So, so yeah. And enjoy it. And then get to enjoy it. It makes you so much happier. And that's what finding your purpose is, right? Because the, the mission of the show is to renew your mind. Once you renew your mind, you find your purpose, and then you anchor it in with the morning routine to keep you there. So you found your purpose. <laughs> and because you do, there's this abundance and, and just joy. Tell us, speak a little bit about the meaning of finding a purpose. What does that like mean for you? Yeah, it's actually a super interesting question because um, not that long ago, I don't think I could have told you what I felt like my purpose was. I was just kind of grinding and trying to get some financial freedom. And, you know, people always talked about your why. And I'm 35 and I was traditionally in rooms where business owners were a little bit older than I was. And so always talking about why and purpose. Why I, I didn't really know what my why was until recently, because recently, to your point, is when I've really been 
on an inward journey to kind of figure out myself and my own stuff. Like I've spent the majority of my life looking for external resources to improve things, whether that was coaching, I think coaching is really important or different versions of therapy or, you know, working on my microbiome or whatever was available, you know, vitamins, good diet, working out. I mean, kind of whatever external, I was always seeking something to have progress, to improve, to work on. And really for me in my journey, Dr. Lindy, it has just been the last couple of years I've really learned this is you're talking about the mindset shift. Like for me, what I've really learned the last few years is none of those external things can really solve anything for me. Everything that I'm looking for, whether it's to feel better or have joy or have purpose or have meaning or to have, have a why is totally inside of me. It's not anything external. And so the moment I realized that, and I had some experiences, and you talked about Mexico, and to me, it's such a special place because you're allowed to kind of create an environment that allows you to be whoever you're supposed to be and whoever you need to become. And I was able to have some experiences where I understood that all of that external seeking and, and searching for a why and searching for a purpose and searching for joy and pleasure and all of those things in external ways was always going to come up a little bit short because the only place to find those things is inside of myself. So joy for me is living in a state of no shame, no judgment, no guilt on myself, and then radiating that love out to other people. Because when I'm not judging myself, when I'm loving myself, when I really am in a good spot with myself, you mentioned then, you know, Working on yourself is the only way to change other people was Jim Rohn's um, mm -hmm. point that he said much more eloquently. Like that's the experience that I've had recently in my life is that if I work on myself, then the environment changes around me because I've changed myself. So there's nothing about an external resource or anything that can really solve any of the things that I've really been looking for, such as joy, peace, calm, consistency really calm, joy, peace, those three words are the things I currently most value in my life outside of my relationships with my family and those types of things. So for me, that all came through that journey, which I've just been going on pretty recently. It hasn't been that long to really try to kind of figure those things out. Quite powerful. It's hard to follow that. I mean, that is exactly the, the lesson here. Everything that you, you need, you already possess inside you. Like you that, said that in your it. journey has proven that. That is quite powerful and it stands true. We don't allow ourselves to quiet it quiet down enough so we can listen. You know, there, there's a saying that um, prayer is, is us talking to the universe, us talking to God. And silence meditation is us. It's the universe talking to us. It's God talking to us. It's, so now we have to listen. We have to sit still. We have to look inward. And there we find so much power. We, we come out. <laughs> I watched a documentary that said there's 1.5 volts of energy in every cell of your body. Well, if you add that up, that you're about as powerful as are more powers, powers within you than exist anywhere and life, and that's what makes us all the same, ultimately, which makes us all special, is we're all the same 
creation energy and source. And so that's all that really ultimately matters to me in my life and my journey. So what is joy was your question. It's like being present and being able to see and experience that. And that is the ultimate feeling of joy for me. Yes. Being present with everyone around us and with ourselves, being in the moment, be here now. This has been phenomenal. I could talk to you all day, Robert. <laughs> Your, this conversation is so energizing. It's so powerful within itself. We're talking about how to empower ourselves, how to feel powerful. And I'm feeling powerful this minute. Okay. <laughs> so I can talk to you forever, but let for the sake of time, please tell us how can we connect with you? How can we find Rocket Station? Where are you? I forgot where you were talking. Anybody who's interested in Rocket Station, um, like it, whether you're going to hire us or not, if you've got some questions, if you want to know about what you should delegate, how to delegate, what you should be outsourcing, how to create system. There's, there's so many questions about how that could apply to you and your business. If you're curious, check out our website, rocketstation.com. There's a button there that says schedule time now. That's our development team. They would love to spend 30, 45 minutes with you answering questions, deep diving in your business and and really create a roadmap for you. Again, whether you hire us or not, uh, happy to answer those questions and, and create that roadmap for you. So go to rocketstation.com, click on schedule time now, and we'd love to answer any questions that you have. Perfect. Thank you so much. This has been phenomenal. Really appreciate connecting with you. And I mean, you hire for everything, right? Just come to you, whatever the hiring need is. Yeah, anything that you're willing to build a system and process around. So we excel in like five general things. So I've been talking about inside sales a lot. So all of answering the phone, setting appointments, scheduling, follow-up, contract sign, all of the things, calendar management, travel, all the things that it takes to manage a sales team is really, really, there's a lot of steps and moving parts there. So we're really good at the whole sales process. We're also really good at back office stuff. So social media management, bookkeeping, general administrative tasks. So anything done on a phone or computer in the day-to-day is really what good. And then the last thing that we just totally excel in is customer support. So that can be level one IT customer support for software companies. That can be Zendesk or other chat or email tools that people are coming in. That can be, you know, we have really robust phone customer support. So those things are are really where we excel. But again, if you've got specific questions, happy to answer those about your business specifically. We'll we'll spend some time with you. We are one time shop for outsource staffing. We're trying <laughs> to be the station. easy button. <laughs> this has been Robert and he is phenomenal. Robert, it's such a pleasure, such a joy being with you. Thank you for your insight and your knowledge and your power. You've given us some power today and we appreciate you. Thank you for having me, Dr. Lene. This has been very fun. It's been a pleasure. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.